Have you ever felt bullied for something, anything? Something silly maybe like your haircut or your clothing or maybe something really serious like your beliefs or a family member that isn't as cool and popular as some people want them to be. I suspect in our lives we have all dealt with it a little, although I know some people really, really struggle with it because there are terrible bullies out there. And bullying sounds like something, when I was a kid it was more like, someone's bullying some little kid on the school bus, but man, that word is really quite broad and it actually relates to a lot of things. Someone jamming their negativity down your throat for something you stand for is absolutely bullying, which is completely unacceptable. But what do you do when you're faced with a situation where you feel you're really backed into a corner or some big, loud, mean person is screaming at you because they disagree with you? How do you handle that? Jordan, there's so much bullying in the Bible where Christians were bullied for their belief system. Um, and people were bullied against their belief system. <laughs> and Jesus was bullied when he set the demoniac of Gadara free. The man was naked and living in tombs and Jesus heals the man. He's clothed and in his right mind and they basically wanted to kill Jesus and run him out of town. So he was bullied for doing the right thing. Um, I know growing up as a child, I saw people who were such um, really enthusiastic Christians that to me, now I'm a kid, they were jamming Jesus down somebody's throat who didn't want it. To me, that's a, in another form of bullying. They might have the right motive, they might yeah. have the right heart, but the wrong method. Yeah, that's not always the most useful way to witness. Exactly. You need Jesus. Well, yeah, I agree. Sure, screaming at them probably isn't going to get them to listen. They know us by our love walk. Well, now I've seen, as I'm 64, I've seen the flip side of some of that, where I am completely bullied for my faith. And when I say completely, I'm not kidding. Well, I think Christians as a whole are bullied for their faith. I mean, just I agree. as a blanket statement, some more than others, obviously, but in general, we are not the popular group when it comes to society at least. It used to be people would lie about their Christianity and go to church because it made them quote look good. Now sometimes I have seen people hide their Christianity because the they don't want to look bad. Now. <laughs> and even in the workplace if you say just the wrong thing, oh my word, you know, if you yeah. do the wrong thing. You know, I'm I am female, so I am not um, I'm not against, you know, female standing up, but at the same time I'm not going to bully a man just because I'm female. We've right. seen it maybe taken to such an extreme that it has maybe lost a little bit of its purpose in some ways. And, you know, I, when it talks about knowing you're Christian by your love walk, if you're hurt, you tend to hurt other people. Um, if you are bullied, you may in return bully other people. I know this. I was walking in the streets of New York a couple of years ago, and I'm not the kind, first of all, I'm not real tall, and second of all, I'm just not the kind of person to push and shove my way through. So I would be the one that would be trampled in, in the middle of it all. And I found myself doing the opposite. When people were pushing and shoving me, I was pushing right back for fear I was going to get trampled. Yeah. So I was, I, I became, I became, as they were aggressive, I became aggressive just to get across the street. I think our society is becoming so aggressive. If you're going to bully me, I'm going to bully you back. That wasn't what Jesus said. It's complicated though, because at some point, there's a fine line between standing up for yourself right. and bullying or mm -hmm. standing up for yourself 
and being walked on. It's really easy to find yourself towing the line on one side or the other because if you stand there and let them say horrible things to you and about you and your family and your beliefs, you know, are you just lying down? But at the same time, when you stand up for yourself, you find yourself really watching that line for almost jamming it back down their throat. And it's a fine line to tow. Jesus said something interesting. He said, in this world, you'll have persecution. Wow, thrilling, right? But be of good cheer, I've overcome the world. Or he said, in this world, you'll have tribulation. Sometimes they're the same word. In this world, you'll have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I've overcome the world. Then there's another statement, and it said you'll receive persecution with the hundredfold. So Jordan, if we constantly focus on the persecution, you will feel persecuted and maybe start to persecute someone else. But in the midst of the persecution, if you can see that there is that hundredfold reward, that there is the flip side where Jesus endured the cross for the joy set before him. I'm not the kind of person to really stand up and just start a, you know, a combative conversation or fight. But at the same time, like you said, that fine line, I've had to learn to stand up for myself because people used to say I was a doormat. And if you're going to be a doormat, you're going to get walked on and don't be surprised when it happens. So where is that fine line? I believe yeah, how do you the, tow that line? I believe that fine line, it may sound very trivial, it may sound very simplistic, but it, it worked for me. I find that fine line in prayer. David had a very, very unusual prayer. He said, Lord, shall, and it says he inquired of the Lord. To me, that means he prayed. Shall we pursue or shall we retreat? I believe there are days that you are supposed to go forward in pursuit of something. And I also feel there are days you're supposed to retreat. And sometimes we make the terrible mistake of mixing them up. Doing the opposite. But if we'll ask the Lord, now, Lord, would you like me to say something here? Would you like me to stand up here? Is this the day to open my mouth or shut it? Your little grandmother, Evelyn Roberts, truthfully, in my personal opinion, was quiet, kind of silent, and the strongest woman I ever knew in my life. She could say more by saying nothing than any living soul I ever knew. But she had this thing. She would always pray, Lord, should I say this or should I say nothing? And then she would always say this, should I take the lead or should I follow? She was not necessarily a leader, but there were days when she was supposed to lead. And she would always ask the Lord, am I supposed to lead? Am I supposed to follow or be just in between? And it's amazing to me. She never lost her identity. She never lost her strength. She never lost her direction. She did like David. She inquired of the Lord, do I pursue? Do I retreat? Do I go left? Do I go right? Do I stand up? Do I sit down? It may sound goofy, but in today's day and age, with more confusion I see around me, I could be swept up in the confusion. So instead of getting in the middle of the mess, I honest to God think if I pray, God will tell me which way to go. Actually, that's really good advice. I was just thinking about, I have some people that I know that I wouldn't use the word friends, but acquaintance, and I wouldn't say acquaintance by choice. I would say forced acquaintance, a yeah. situation that I have to be around them tolerate. for one reason or another, and I have to tolerate them, and I can't always escape. I usually look for a quick exit when no one's looking, yeah. and just, not because I'm a runaway type, but because I don't like being around people I don't like. I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, well, the crowd's fun, so I'm just going to enjoy myself even if so-and-so is a pain. I'd rather be alone than be in a room with people I don't like, but I am happy with my alone time. That doesn't work for everyone, but I am. However, there are situations that you can't get out of it, and that advice 
actually works for that situation too, not just in a persecution sense, but in a sense that some people are just kind of bullies, even if they're in your little Christian Bible group circle or whoever. I've met people in those circles that are still yeah. bullies. They just run right over you. You never get to finish a sentence or their opinion is the only one that matters because they know everything about everyone. And there are moments where part of me wants to just tell them off. And then there are moments where you know if you do that, it's just not worth the consequence of upsetting yeah. the other people in the room or the situation doesn't warrant that. But that, I think, would be good advice for anybody who finds themselves being bullied, whether it's for Christianity or for their shoes or for any other reason. Your dad had the most interesting statement, and I really had to process this because at first you giggle and go, ha, 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 that's funny. No, 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 it's very deep. A born-again turkey is still a turkey. He's yeah, just he born again. Like say he says it all the time. But what does that mean? In your humanness, in whatever state you find yourself in, and then you get born again and you receive yeah. Jesus as your Savior, that just means you've made him your Savior. But have you made him your Lord? Lord is over every situation that you face. It's Lord over your character and your nature and your personality. So you may run, again, uh, run up against a born-again turkey who still has the characteristic and nature of a turkey, a born-again jerk that has not redeemed themselves from the jerk side of their personality. So you don't want to offend the Christian side, but it's hard to deal with the bully, jerk, intolerant side. How do you deal with that? Sometimes I have found in my prayer life that the Lord will tell me to say something I no more would have thought of than the man in the, the, man in the moon. And in that, the situation diffuses itself. I do believe we're going to come up against persecution. I don't believe that's going to change. I do believe there will be more chaotic things in the world. I do believe there'll be more restrictions in the workplace. I do believe there'll be more bullying. I don't believe it's going to change because that is the book of Revelation. It's how it goes. But in order to be yourself in the middle of that situation where you have the characteristic and the nature of Jesus Christ, your Redeemer, the Bible says I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength, which means if I get into Christ's opinion of it, I will get the outcome way better than if I do it in myself. And I think it's easy to find yourself so swept up in being bullied that you just feel like you're spiraling out of control and no one can possibly understand. I promise you, you're not alone. I, we all, at least Christians, for sure, have felt bullied by society, by the media, by the world. And it's really easy to find yourself feeling so secluded and alone, and you're not. You're not alone. We've all felt it, whether it be for Christianity or for something completely unrelated. Remember that you're not alone, and remember that the persecution, unfortunately, comes with Christianity and what it means. But that's not the end. And that's what you were saying the earlier. Hundredfold. It's the hundredfold and that's not the end. And this is not the end of the story. If that's where you find yourself, remember you're not at the end of the story. Keep reading, keep reading to the end of the story and remember that you're not alone because it's miserable when you're in the middle of it. And then anybody who's faced a storm knows, man, when you're in the middle of it and everything around you is swirling and the ground is shaking, what do you even have to hold on to when everything's crumbling apart? It's not the end. Hold on and don't give up because unfortunately the bullying is going to stick around for a while, I fear. But we have the hundredfold return and we have the promise 
of what God has for his children, which is so much greater than anything out there that we could ever possibly imagine. And remember that he loves you in the midst of the storm. And there are terrible people out there. Awful. And sometimes there's nothing you can do about it. But seek the Lord. Ask. And maybe this is a time to stand up. Maybe it's not. And I'm amazed. I, I have to say the word amazed. How God sometimes, without even me lifting a finger, supernaturally does something about the bully. Yeah. Because I think sometimes if I poke the beast and I start the fight or I poke the bully or I start doing this, you, you, you may diffuse them and they may go away and they may come back with a vengeance. So I have found if I pray, it's amazing to me somehow the bully either gets transferred, gets a different job, changes their attitude, changes this in ways that I could not have done it myself. In a sense, it may sound very trite, I give the bully to God. He is way more capable. You may think, well, you don't know my situation. My dear friend, I could tell you stories. I'm just not going to. But when I give it to God, I'm amazed how he does a very good job at handling bullies. He's better at it than we are. That's a short version of me. He can handle Bingo. what we can do. He's much better at it. You know, so let the let the expert handle the situation. Exactly. Because I'm mediocre at best. Hand it over to the expert. He'll take care of it. Thanks for tuning in today. We pray this is a blessing. If you know someone who's being bullied, send them this video and remind them that we have all suffered for the sake of one thing or another. And it's not okay. No one is condoning those actions. But unfortunately, we live in a world where people are bullies. But remember, the hundredfold return is out there and it is for us, God's children. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We have a special offer available for you. Just click on the link for more information. And don't forget to subscribe and turn on your notifications. As always, you can find additional teaching and resources from Richard and Lindsay Roberts and request prayer at oralroberts.com.